Hi, this is Brent from Flink Branding with another episode of Ideas Amplified. I had someone give me some advice recently and I think I'm going to take it to heart because I think I've advised similar things myself and that is uh to share who I am with my customers. Um I don't know if you network much. Um it's something that makes me uncomfortable. Um uh, but recently I went to a networking event and um got some advice that I really took to heart and and it it gave me a um a big sense of relief, I guess, that I didn't have to accomplish something um at a networking meeting. Um when I first started going to networking meetings years ago i was the i was the worst i i was just a, a case study in desperation honestly um it was a cautionary tale i i would i would go up to people uh with my uh 30 second or or less sort of elevator pitch and ask for a card ask what they did talk about what i did swap cards and then start listening for an opportunity to get out of the conversation if there didn't seem to be uh an immediate opening for me to pitch them on doing some business pretty horrendous way to meet people and interact and i'm sure i left people with a terrible taste in their mouth they probably left the room and immediately tossed my card in the garbage cuz honestly if someone did that to me now that's what i would do ultimately all things being equal we like to do business with people that we know that is all things being equal if someone has a company or a product or a service that is um it meets our our requirements for for quality and pricing and so on and they're also a nice person and we sort of have an affinity or a connection with them I'd rather do business with someone I know and I like and I'm probably you would too. So after that networking meeting um I decided to just go with one or two cards to a networking meeting and not a great big stack and really settle in to try and get to know people rather than talking business. I've changed my a pitch, my my approach and what i tend to do now is just ask a lot of questions rather than pitching me sure you, you know i'm i'm listening still for an opportunity to add value but that sense of desperation is really gone and it's transformed um uh something that i used to really dread into something i kind of look forward to because the the last 3 or 4 networking meetings that i've been to i feel like i've made some new friends and um that's a way nicer feeling than i got rid of six business cards and i have six people that i'm going to hound and badger now so yeah i want to i want to be authentic on this podcast and blog as well 
I'm trying something on Medium where I'm going to be I'm going to be writing on my Ideas Amplified uh, blog on Medium, and I'm going to try to also make that same content available as a podcast. It won't always work. This episode, for example, is probably going to be long and probably far too long that anyone will want to read as a blog. So this one might not make it over to the other side. But I thought maybe you might like to get to know a bit about me and why I'm so fired up about branding. So with that in mind, this is my origin story. Until uh, the first grade, we lived in the prairies in the Midwest in uh, a town called Regina, Saskatchewan. When we moved out to the coast to the Vancouver area, um, I didn't really feel like I fit in with the other kids. I was chubby and asthmatic and not good at sports, but at art, I got picked. I could honestly say I went pro if going pro means you sold a piece of art in the second grade. I used to draw these really bizarre little car images that looked kind of like a carrot with wheels on it and a bubble and all my cars had flames shooting up the back and um, people would other kids would ask me to draw them cars and this one kid got so excited about this one that I drew that he actually gave me two dollars for it so I went pro in the second grade I used to win contests in school and at church for the front of the bulletin or um, yeah things like that in stores too sometimes they'd have coloring contests and that sort of thing and I appreciated. I, I I loved being appreciated, and I was hooked. In elementary school, we had a school newspaper, and this is before photocopiers, so it was um, it was a mimeographed thing, and I did my very first ads in grade six or seven in that school newspaper. I remember um, they were. They were sort of modeled after the KTEL pitch. They were posh pels, bells that jingle all the way. Um, I had a lot of fun with that sort of stuff, and I didn't quite know what it was or why it excited me, but I loved Darren on Bewitched, and I loved the idea of doing creative, fun things like that. Um, in high school, uh, we all get counseling for, you know, trying to determine where our career path should go and mine were sort of 50 50 towards science and math and artistic stuff and because um i knew that the artistic stuff got me recognized and appreciated i thought well maybe art school would be the thing to do and so i went to art school i thought it would be easy because i always got great grades in art and everyone 
complimented me on my on my work and so on, but it wasn't easy. Not for me. I worked hard. I was up till like two or three o'clock in the morning a lot of nights, and up at seven to go back to school. I had a part-time job, and I paid for it all the way through. And I was amazed that some people, it was just like second nature. There was a guy named Andy who whipped off a a project that I'd been working on for days. He whipped it off in a couple of hours. It was a mobile, um, and um, it it scared me, frankly, <clears throat> that I I went from being、um, <clears throat> an A student at art to、um, being a C student. So I I had to work harder. Um, I fought with my my skills. I, I fought with materials. I, I would get three quarters of the way through and have to throw something away because I was being cheap with with my materials or my my paint, and I'd have to start all over again. But I graduated the top of the class, and before I actually graduated, I was offered a tech job.、Um, this is way back in eighty、uh, five. I'd never touched a computer, and I and I got a job as a computer graphic artist for a Videotex company, which Videotex, if if you don't know it, and you probably don't, is kind of like a precursor to the internet. There were these standalone terminals with touch screens that、um, the words would link to another thing and another thing. It was it was pretty primitive, but I had a tech job back in '85. Company didn't last long. Unfortunately, they had some scammy ownership, and、um, I found myself on the street and kind of gun shy of technology. But I was、uh, very excited about advertising. I took、uh, some night school classes and、um, befriended the teacher who worked in a large ad agency in Vancouver. And through him, I asked to to see if I could get a name or two. Someone that could、uh, look at my work or talk with me about the industry, and every time that I would get a name, I wouldn't ask for a job. I just ask for a portfolio review, and、um, I would I would meet a person and then ask for more names and more names. And before you know it, I had、uh, dozens of appointments, and I'd seen dozens of art directors and designers in the city,、um, and.、Uh, <laughs> I kept getting that same comment that I should go to art school. I'd just been to art school. They wanted someone with experience, but no one was going to help me get experience. And so, I set my heart and my、um, my desire on an agency called Baker Lovick, which was、uh, an affiliate of the BBDO ad agency group that's worldwide. They they worked on Expo '86. They worked on、uh, BC government stuff. They worked on、uh, the phone company and、uh, A&W restaurants and the lotteries. They they were the they were the、um, the gorilla. They were the big guys in Western Canada. And after I had a meeting with them, and there was obviously no offer. I、uh, said to the creative director that I would work there for free. I absolutely had to be there, and I would be there for no cost, just to be there, to get the experience, to have the opportunity, and、um, get my foot in the door. This was、uh, back then. There was internships were pretty rare, and and、um, 
I didn't call it an internship. I didn't know that that was a thing. And he was a bit surprised, but he said, okay, fine. I fetched coffee and sharpened pencils and ordered supplies and tons and tons of that kind of stuff that nobody wanted to do. And eventually, over the next few weeks, they won some business. They had a busy time of pitching business, and then they gave me a real job, a junior art director. And um, I could have made the probably the same money or more working in McDonald's, but I was thrilled. Um, I did all the projects that nobody wanted, all the classified ads, the coupons, the promotional items, and direct mail. And um, eventually, I moved to the bigger accounts. Um, I got to, I got to um, test my, test my metal on a pitch for a radio station. What I should mention is a few weeks before that I was um, I was told I was going to be laid off and um, I just bought a car and had car payments for the first time in my life. I was still living at home but it freaked me out that I was going to lose my job, lose my car. And I didn't feel like I'd really even been given a chance to prove myself yet. My boss decided that he, um, I was right and I hadn't actually been given a chance. And there was a, a new business pitch for a radio station. Back then, that was considered a really small account. It was just about a $500,000 piece of business. And they gave the uh, the pitch to me and a junior account executive, and I dove in hard. It was a um, a rock radio station. They didn't really give us a lot of uh, background, and um, they I don't think had figured out a lot that, about what they were going to do. It was just uh, it was a a radio station that was going to be rebranded as a rock radio station. They gave us the um, the official government documents to choose the call letters from a list of available call letters, and we chose the letters C J U C, and we decided to name the station the the Juice. I bought um, this was before the internet. I, I bought loads and loads of uh, magazines and uh, went into uh, skate stores and. Uh, anything I could do to immerse myself in the rock and roll culture, anything I could think of, uh, music stores, um, skater stores, uh, fashion, anything I could think of. And I decided to stop thinking of my job as a nine to five job. I, I stayed late and I worked all weekend, uh, all the way up until the, the pitch. I created a a killer logo for it with a lightning bolt replacing the the letter I in the word juice. Um, I did ads for transit shelters and and bus posters and all that kind of stuff. It was it was a very 80s look because it was the 80s. There was um, bright neon colors and white type on black background. And because in my mind anyway, rock equaled power and the juice was power. Um, I 
I converted the the boardroom into the power plant and made a sign for it. Um, I got money from Petty Cash and rented some props from the science center in town to transform the boardroom into a kind of a mad scientist power plant. When the client was welcomed into the room, uh, myself and the account director uh, were there and had a, a Jacob's ladder, which is like um, so, like a prop out of a out of a Frankenstein movie. It looks like two antennas with lightning arcing and climbing up. And we had something called a Van de Graaff generator, which is like a big ball that has lightning flying off of it. And all of our ads were under black paper in a darkened room. And then we said, gentlemen, it's the power plant. And we revealed them all one by one. And they were smiling and gasping. And you could tell we hit the mark. And six hours later, they said we'd won the business. They were our new client. And uh, the next week, I got a 30% bump in pay and my job was suddenly very secure and new opportunities started to come from all directions. I'd had an opportunity to prove myself and I actually managed to knock it out of the park. I've never been more excited in my in my career. And this is sort of this is me sharing this with you is just to try and um share with you I guess the the passion I have for building a brand um, it's important to me to immerse myself in um, the, a complete understanding as best I can in all the uh, intricacies of your business and your market uh, it's important to me to have empathy for both you and your customers and and understand um, all of what they go through to make a buying decision and to to learn how to amplify the unique aspects of your business or your product um, and and build a brand on those things that's where my line ideas amplified came from and I think it it works well since then I've worked with um, a lot of companies uh, I've been independent for most of my career I helped a, a publisher self-published um, a book about her marriage um, failure and subsequent resurrection how they worked it all through and um, she landed a spot on the Montel Williams show and Oprah Winfrey and her book has become a, a career for her and her husband I've designed probably about 30 CDs for local independent musicians and have twice been awarded the best CD DVD design in Canada in the Gospel Music Association. I've helped an energy drink launch and go national in a very short period of time. Uh, a snack food company approached me a few years ago and, and um, I took them from having a kind of hokey unappetizing package to a package that made the folks at Costco take notice and they got not only distribution in Canada but Canada the US Australia Korea and they're going on and on I've rebranded uh, tool companies and other companies 
and recently helped the City University of Seattle with their advertising, branding, and messaging. And they've got wait lists now. My work is always varied, and it's my deepest desire to be able to get to know you and bring you value whether we can work together whether you have the budget or you don't i would love to be a resource for you someone who can help you get through the problems of building a brand and differentiating yourself and i would love to know if there's something specifically that is bugging you or that you're stuck on and that will help me to make uh, better podcasts and blog episodes in the future so that's me hopefully you kind of get to know me a little bit better and um i thank you for uh, listening for this very long listen and i hope you'll uh, continue to check out more episodes as i do them so my website if you want to know more is flink.ca that's f l i n k this is brent flink signing off take care